With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. If you can tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I'm becoming right here, you have the place to be. It's the fourth, get mentioned, and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where it's at. With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Read it, yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Pull over line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chats. This is Keisha Green. It is Monday, April 10th, 2017. Okay, so I'm here in Jersey, and I believe spring has sprung. It was a high of 72, <laughs> and I am all smiles. But wait, why do I feel like I'm like a weather woman on the news? But you know, I get happy when the sun comes out and it's shining bright. So, yes, happy, all smiles, all smiles, all smiles. But, yes, welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. I'm your host, Keisha Green, and tonight's guest is author Sean Starling. He will be on momentarily. Um, you can join us on the call by dialing in 718-508-9827, or you can Tweet me at Keisha Green or on Instagram at Keisha Green, and I'll read your questions or comments on the line. Or you can just old school inbox me on Facebook, and I'll read them. But, again, the number is 718-508-9827. If you're just listening, um, when I take your call, just say you're listening, and we can keep it moving. But, yes, if you would like to post questions in the chat room, please um, create a profile on the Blog Talk radio page and you will be able to post your questions. Otherwise, all you can do is just read them. I would also like to let you know that tonight's show is being sponsored by the new paranormal novel, House of D'Antonio, by Reese Cooper James. That's available on Kindle and paperback. So one click and get caught reading that one today. And I also want to let you guys know, listeners, one lucky listener tonight on the show will win a copy, a paperback copy of Sean's latest release, Wrestling Demon, so you definitely got to be in it to win it. So I'm taking one random caller, so if I take your call, you might just be it. So definitely you want to tune in. You want to tune in and pay attention, of course, to get a free book. I mean, why not? Um, Also, um, moving right along, I want to let you guys know that the Books Are a Business Spring Fling Virtual Event will be taking place on Facebook on April 29th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. It will be a Facebook event, so if you would like to participate, please contact me and let me know. Um, but, yes, April 29th is the my first annual Books Are a Business Spring Fling Virtual Book Fair, and basically what you do is promote your books online, you know, all day, just like a regular book fair that you attend physically. It's just going to be done virtually. So sell yourself because why? Books are a business. So definitely save the date, April 29th, 10 to 6, and contact me if you would like to participate. Shout out to the 38 authors that have already committed to being a part of this event. I thank you in advance. Shout out to um, just some, a few um, off the top of my head. Shout out to Nalina Kai, um, Shakira Rasan, Al Sadiq Banks, Amani Wisdom, Faye Thompson, Deidre Green, Stephanie Norris, oh my God, Mahogany, Jeffrey Rochelle, like there's it's a lot. 
Loretta Wells, definitely. Um, so, well, not here, but on Facebook on April 29th at the Spring Fling Virtual Book Fair. Again, let me just let you guys know the number to call in is 718-508-9827. Again, the number is 718-508-9827. Um, what else is going on? A lot of stuff is going on. A lot of people are publishing books. A lot of people are writing books. i got to give a shout-out to my um, co-author, Sean Sinclair. We are cooking up some magic magic that we will be bringing to you guys later on this year, and I know you're going to love it, um, definitely. And i got to plug myself, get out there, check out my website, sign up for my um, my newsletter as well to stay in tune of what goes on with not just me, but any literary events, any literary jewels. If you enjoy the stuff that I post on Facebook, please visit my website at www.keishagreen.com and sign up so you can stay in the loop. <laughs> got to stay in the loop because books are a business. Books are a business. I can't stress it enough. So, yeah, we um, I got Sean Starling on. He's going to come on in just a minute. I see he's there. And, yeah, I'm, I'm super, 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 super excited. I got to try something else, though, because I'm like, um, I'm, you know, I rock what's it called, this switchboard here. So let me see if this is going to play right. But I want to. Um, I want you guys to hear my first drop. This is my first official drop for the Writer's Life Chat, and I want you guys to be back. I'm going to play it now, and then I'll bring Sean on. I'm excited. What's good? It's the director with a pen, Aaron Bebo. And when I'm not in the lab whipping up some of the dopest tales in street fiction, I'm tuning in to the Writer's Life Chats with the diva Keisha Green. I feel like official now. Okay, you can't tell me nothing. I feel like I'm on the radio. I'm I'm that chick. <laughs> but thank you, Erin, for my drop. And yes, I want to let you guys know also if you um would like to promote your book via a drop, you can do so. Please, we can create it. Um contact me ASAP via my website, www.keishagreen.com, and we can get yours played during the show as well. So since I didn't have one, might as well promote myself, right? Right. Okay. So <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. That's why I. This is why it's my show, right? Right. So I can. So yeah. Okay. I'm gonna bring Sean on, and we're gonna get this show started. Hello. Welcome to the Writers Life Chats. How you doing, Sean? What's going on? How you doing, people? I can't complain. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear. You. I'm good. Okay. Sinus is kicking my butt right now. But. Oh, yeah. no, that's not good. Okay, so I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing. <laughs> I'm doing high for the most part. Just one of them things. Okay. Okay, all What's right. What's going on, though? So this is... Yeah, this is your first time over here on the Writer's Life Chats. I want to let you know right now that is unscripted. I want you to relax, and we're going to have a good time. Okay, I've right. been on this so, show, I don't know, a long time ago. That's wow, my fault, though. wow. <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. I supposed to have been on this show a long time. Lord, it's, this is a long I time coming. I'm glad to be here. Though. Yes, I'm glad to have you here, too. And I was telling the listeners, one lucky listener, listen again, one lucky listener will get a copy of Sean's latest release, Wrestling Demons. I'm going to pick someone random, so you got to be in it to win it. So if I take your call, you might be the winner. So the numbers who call in, Again, I sound like a broken record, but somebody's going to say, what's the number? It's 718-508-9827. So here we go. So, Sean, talk to me. Now, I know, and I'm going to, you know, just going to read your bio, and then we're going to jump right into it. So, Sean Starling is a native of Richmond, Virginia, the father of two girls, grew up in Mosby Court, one of the city's worst projects where he chose a life of crime. As a result, he ended up serving nine years in federal prison where he taught himself how to write. Sean was released in July of 2013, and while on house arrest, he typed up his debut novel, Real Recognized Real. He penned several novels since then, including his recent release, Wrestling Demons, and the soon-to-be-released finale to Real Recognized Real Stalemate. Okay, now let's rewind. Taught yourself how right. to write. Go back and, um, you know, explain that to me because when I read that the first time that I taught himself how to write, like write fiction, write in general, please clarify. Yeah, for yeah, anyone yeah. Who did not yeah. 
No, I literally taught myself how, yeah, I would say write. I mean, I knew how to write, but I didn't know how to write fiction, let alone format. I mean, I was pretty bad. I'm I'm not going to lie. I was pretty bad. I can't really say I taught myself. I just, you know, I put a story together and just passed it around the prison yard and took all the, you know, the feedback, you know, all the constructive criticism. I took it. I took it all in. And, you know, from there, I went back to the little, you know, the little sale, the small sale they gave. And I pretty much took that, all the criticism with me and, Mm-hmm. And just did it right. And when I brought it back to the to the uh one of the guys that gave me a lot of good uh criticism, he was like, Yeah, you got some now. But um mm-hmm. I say taught myself because like and, and honestly I can't really say I taught myself then because I'm still learning so much now. Like the rules, like I just didn't realize it how deep it went, you know, when you were talking about putting out a professional novel. Um I did, you know, I had a lot of run-on sentences and, you know, a lot of grammatical errors, a lot of, you know, just some simple as um, formatting a paragraph right was, I mean, as far as the end quotes was stuck in paragraphs and you couldn't tell who was talking. There was a lot of bad stuff I was doing when I was in there. And and like I said, the, the biographer says I taught myself, but I didn't really teach myself. I just was, you know, man enough to take the criticism and use mm-hmm. it to get better and better and better. And like I said, I'm still learning. I think okay. I kind of worded now, that wrong. People probably thought I was illiterate and I <laughs> teach myself how to spell a word. <laughs> that's why I wanted you to clarify. That's back. why, you know, I asked that question. Yeah, I think I'll go back and change I, that. Um, That, you know, it didn't, you didn't specify. So now, while in prison, you're, you know, obviously you're serving time and you're, you know, you taught yourself how to write fiction and you knew that you wanted to publish a book. While in there, did you know anything about the process in regards to how you wanted to put this book out? Did you think about getting a literary agent and shopping it around or you knew I'm going to self-publish this book? Uh, Well, I I had uh, actually sent it out to a couple people and never got a response. I don't know if it was because I was sending out, like you say, you don't know the rules. So like, I'm not. I wasn't sending out. Uh, first of all, we didn't have a, a laptop or computers or anything. So I'm using the typewriter. But this was a real frustrating process of trying to get it out. I didn't really have a lot of people to help me on the streets. You know, somebody I could send it home to and say, "Look, I need you to type this up right, format it right, learn this for me, and learn that for me." Like it was nobody I could really depend on to do that. So. After a lot of failed attempts, I just came up with the conclusion that, look, I'm just going to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. When I come home, I'm going to have this catalog, and I'm going to go into this catalog, you know, as much as I can, and I'm going to release these novels on my own. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think you, should, you really need a lot. You need, I mean, when you're in there and you're trying to release a book, you really need people on the streets to help you out with certain things, especially when you trying to send in a manuscript to, to a publishing company and it's not formatted like they want it or I think they have guidelines you got to uphold and like I didn't understand that part like the guidelines, the cover story like little stuff that they wanted you to do that it, it just was difficult for me at the time to do it right okay. and a part of it and then I had a lot of trust issues on top of that so that, that kind of played a major part from not having help okay. to having trust issues where, man, I'm going to send my work out here to somebody and they can steal it. And then mm. the time went on, I started hearing these horror stories about people who had got their work published through certain publishers and, you know, things ain't work out and people had their work stolen and all types of different stories you hear while you in there. And I was like, well, I'm just going to wow. my okay. hand when I get out. I, I, I I, I didn't really say I was going to self-publish when I got out. I just said, I'm going to get to this when I get out, whether it be going through a publisher or self-publishing. You know, okay. my, my thing was, I'm not going to make any moves till I'm released. Okay, so now let me ask you this. All right, so you didn't really have, um, you didn't know what you wanted to do. So the whole process. 
Okay, that's weird. Um, you were saying that you didn't really know what you were going to do, and during the time where you were thinking about sending it out to a publisher, you didn't know the process. And you mentioned, like, if there was a process. I just wanted to come in and say, yeah, there's a process, you know, with submissions, with how you would submit it yeah. to a publisher and so forth. So now knowing that, okay, you felt – all right, I have trust issues, I didn't want anyone to steal my work, so I would want to publish it myself. What knowledge did you have about the whole self-publishing aspect of things before, you know, doing it, if any? You mean while I was incarcerated? Right. No, oh, no, I didn't have any knowledge at all. Like I told you, it wasn't really about self-publishing when I was incarcerated. It just was about I'm not going to do anything with this stuff until I get out. Whether like oh, well, I'm not gonna self publish it, I'm not gonna submit it to anybody, I'm not gonna do anything till I'm out. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And that was just like oh. Yeah, that that that's pretty much where I was at with it. I was like, I'm just right now, I'm just gonna keep writing. That was my main goal okay. is just to keep writing. I, I felt like if I just kept writing I was gonna get better and better and better because, you know, practice make perfect. Mm-hmm. So right. that was my thing. Okay. Like just keep writing and don't worry about the all the business in and worry about publishers and and how, but I had heard a lot about self-publishing when I was locked up, and you know, I, the little bit of material I could read on it, I did. But it mm-hmm. wasn't really like one of the things. And then I heard a lot about eBooks when I was locked up. Like people, oh, you could just put an eBook out now. You don't even gotta. It's so easy, you know. People coming in who, you know, I had got locked up mm-hmm. in 2005. You got people that's coming in in 2010, 11, 12. Like right as I'm ready to leave, people coming in and they. I write books and yeah, you can do this and you can do that. All right, man, listen. I'll figure that out when I get out. Because <laughs> everybody's story just <laughs> don't always add up and everybody know how to do something and it's always this easy and that. <laughs> but um, oh, wow. I've been enjoying the journey, man. Yeah. Mm. Just enjoying the journey, learning okay. something new every day. Okay, so now being as though that you wanted to wait till you got you got home to per, um you know pursue this journey and not knowing anything or knowing anyone, what was the first thing you did? Um, when I first got home, the first thing I did was started typing up the, the handwritten manuscript. I said I gotta I gotta type it up and, and and you know at least I knew that much. I gotta get this into a word format. Next, I started inboxing okay. familiar names um, from, uh, from I mean, pretty much, I think I inboxed just about everybody who had author in front of their name. If if I didn't know you was an author, like if you had author <laughs> such and such in front of your name, I think I inbox, I sent a friend request, inbox, introduced myself, and um, a lot of them was very receptive, a lot of them ignored me, but you know, that's the game, like I didn't really, that didn't bother me, it just, you know. I just was like, look, whoever is trying, whoever doing this already, this is who I want to talk to. This is who I want to be friends with. This is who I want to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran across a lady named April Thomas. She had author April Thomas in front of her name, and she was one okay. of the, you know, one of the main ones, one of the first ones who really, you know, and, and granted, we both were new, but she was one of the ones that really kind of gave me all the information she, as far as she knew on how to do certain things. And I met a guy named Wesley Hunter, called himself the Godfather at the time. He, oh, yeah. Shout out to him. I haven't he heard from all. him in a while. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I used to hear from him all the time. I haven't heard from him in a while either. Um, Tia Short, DC Book Diva, was very, okay. very helpful, just always offering information. Quan. Very helpful. Didn't know me from a can of paint. <laughs> I just jumped out there like, look, I'm going to inbox him and see what he say, ask any question. He, and, you know, he was there like, yeah, man, um, you need, you got any questions? Just, you know, holler at me. If I can help you, I will. And, and, that, and that was just pretty much the process when I came. I was on house arrest, so, you know, I had nothing but time on my hand. <laughs> Couldn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. You know, between trying to find a work, trying to find work to get out the house, you know, I'm trying to find a job. I got to get out this house and just sitting on my phone and on my laptop all day, every day, just constantly talking to somebody or hollering at anybody that I felt like I could get info from it. 
and it, it got to a point where I'm like, hold on, I'm taking in too much information. Let me slow down a little bit and you know, right. trying to um. But yeah, I appreciate all them people. Just to name a few, it's well, more than that. Good. But that was just to name I'm a sure, few. I'm sure. I'm sure. Wow. So now I want to ask you, because a lot of times when authors come out and this is their first time publishing, they, you know, obviously they skip a few steps because they don't know or they may not feel mm-hmm. that they need it. But let me ask you, the editing part, did anyone mention to mm-hmm. you, you need an editor before you release this manuscript? Um. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, April Thomas did. And it was a lot of... um miscommunication with the uh, first couple books. But as time went on, you know, I, I understood that, you know, her, you know, her process and, you know, she has her own thing going on. I had to, you know, really figure out who I need to reach out to in terms of editing, proofreading, you know, follow the steps myself instead of, you know, mm-hmm. making arrangements with one person to get everything done. And that was kind of like where I messed up from, you know, the first time. I had pretty much made arrangements with, with, with one person to pretty much get everything done. And that just ain't – I don't – I don't. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's not like one of the things I like doing that. I like different processes. I like to go to my editor here. We, we, we do what we do. Proofreaders next. We do what we do. And then, you know, formatting. But we do what we do. It's just – those different steps just make for a better novel, and that's just my opinion. You know, like just okay. you don't want the same person. You know, depending on I don't know, like you know, because you could pay one person to do everything, or they could be looking for other people to do stuff. It, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot I don't want to say about that, but I know now. <laughs> like, I, I, it's just, well, and I recommend you, you know you have say? your own editor. Yeah, I recommend you have your own editor, your own proofreader, you know, your own type type set of uh, format and all that. And um, yes, yes. it'll it just make for a better novel. Oh, okay. Okay. I get it. I mean, and I listen, I I made my share of mistakes when I came across, uh, you know, came on the scene 11 years ago. I didn't know the difference between mm-hmm. an editor and a proofreader. So it's like I paid this money and only to find out that, oh, I'm not, um, I'm not getting an edit job. I'm just getting someone who's just going to run a spell check, I guess. Right. You know, that type right. of thing. Uh, and I, just, I didn't find that either. out until after the fact. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody know my editor, Kira J. Norderton, one of the best. That's my brother. I, I shout her out yes. every chance I get. Yes, 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 yes. Love me some kids. I love you. I learned so much just in the short, and you figure her and I have been working together for the last year on various projects, and just like um, seeing the edits and looking it over, and just talking to her, and just seeing her jewels, Mm -hmm. her literary jewels that she drops. That you know, it's no shade. It's you know, I'm just trying to let you know. This is this will help. It's almost like tough love. It's real tough. I don't even look at it. Tough love. I look at it as straight, straight up. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is, but that's sugar coated for me. Because if I say it too nice, yeah, you may not say key to it. So yeah, say it just right, like that. You right. need a period there. You need a comma there. You know, we don't like run-on sentences. <laughs> we should know the difference between you and you are. You don't know have to spell that. So, yeah. Like, what are you talking love, about right it. here? Exactly. Like, some of her notes would be like, what are you talking about right here? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> let me find out. But, yeah, yeah that type of thing. She's definitely a dope editor, um, man. Yeah, she is. Um, I do want to jump, I want to shift gears a little bit, and then we come back into the editing part and go on back to your journey. Um, I'm in the chat room. For anyone who wants to post questions, please go over to the chat room, create a blog talk page um, profile, and you can post questions. But I see, shout out to Aaron Bebo. He's in the chat room, and he said that Wesley is going through some legal issues, and hopefully he'll be back on the scene soon. So thank you, Aaron, for that update, because he definitely used to be constant, you know, writing for various websites yeah, and yeah. being, you know, a vocal person on Facebook. 
So, you know, um, prayers for Man. him that, you know, some of his issues can get worked out and that he can, you know, come back to dropping his jewels because he was, you know, he's learned a lot as well in his journey. Right. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about man, it taught me so much. It, I'm telling you, man. When I met him, it was a game changer. It was definitely wow. a game changer. He taught me a lot, like, information I should have paid for, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always shot him out every every chance I get, and especially when people ask me about the journey in the beginning, like, he played such a major role. If you if you ever read one of my books, like, you'll see a forward in it written by him. Mm-hmm. Like just a small wow. little, he he wrote a little something in one of my books, yeah. Because I told him I was like, you a big deal, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't have did this, you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been like, I guess I wouldn't have been as good, or I wouldn't, have, you know. He just taught me a lot. Right. Me okay. Lot, you know? All right. So now, talk to me about your latest release, Wrestling Demons. What is that book about? That book is about recidivism. It's about a, a stick-up kid who did 12 years in prison and came home, and he was trying to change his life around. Back, you know, prior to his arrest, his name was Demon. Because he was that vicious in the streets. He was taking hits. He was robbing. He did everything. He didn't sell drugs. Like, I just wanted to write a story. There wasn't about a drug dealer. So, you know, he was doing a lot of little small hits in the in the, in the uh, city and uh, and robbing him and his he had a, a sidekick that, that was murdered the same day he got arrested and when he came home the sidekick had a son and he had a daughter so he was kind of like trying to you know mentor he wanted he, he came home with the plan of, of being a mentor and he just changing his life around he also was in prison he learned how to draw so his mm-hmm. goal was to be an artist but, you know, like, it's just was so much that he did in his past that just constantly haunted him, haunted him, haunted him. He was also a single father. Like, his, his daughter's mother had passed away giving birth to her. So it just, it's a deep novel. Um, I don't want to get too much of the story away, but, no, I like to call it different. It's not okay. really. Okay. Because even though it's it's, it's urban fiction, it's, because he, he reflects on his past a lot, but more so the future. You can literally see and feel him wrestling these demons and struggling with trying to mm-hmm. become somebody new on this. It was kind of based on my release when I first came home. Um, granted, okay. I wasn't a stick-up kid or I didn't take any hits or anything like that. I just wanted to, you know, up the ante a little bit with him because, you know, I could, you know, I'm a writer. You could do that. I didn't, um... <laughs> Right, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I didn't want to write about a drug dealer. You know, that that was more my thing. My prior issues when I first came home, um, not being able to buy certain things, I was and living a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I struggled a lot. But so while while I was going through that struggle, and I think that's why people, you know, could feel the book so well because I was like really going through that struggle when I came home and I was writing the book as I was going through that struggle. The only thing I did was kind of twist the story around to where my thing was more money and materialistic things. His thing was a little deeper. He had enemies and he had, you know, love issues, just a different, a lot of different demons. You know, we all got our demons. We wrestling one way or another. Like I said, I don't want to give too much of the story where I just want to kind of sum it up to, like, just somebody trying to change their life around, but it's just, you know, it's it's, it's a lot harder than what a lot of people may think. Okay. okay. It's not All right. as easy so now it's Right. It's not. Definitely not. So now, when was the book released? Uh, I released Wrestling Demons. September 7th. Matter of fact, yeah, okay. September 7th, 2000 and, uh, two, what is it, what year, uh, 15? What is it? Yeah. 2000, yeah. Sure. Okay, so you last September. <laughs> yeah, just this past September. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so you released it in September, so let me ask you, um, 
what have the readers been saying thus far about the book? Um, most I had one person say that they really could feel the character, like really, really feel like what, what he was going through. Mm-hmm. And a couple, you know, I just been getting like loved it. I love the book. You need to read this book. A couple didn't really get, you know, not, not a lot of details like I wanted. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, people been enjoying it, but they haven't really given me the why they enjoyed it. You know, sometimes I be want to hear more, but it is what it is, I guess. But just uh. But like I said, I had one one lady that that did say she really could tell I was in that story when I wrote it, and she like, was it based on my life? I was like, I think that's the question I get about every book. Is it based on mm-hmm. your life? No, man, I won't run around <laughs> robbing people. But you know, I think I put a little piece of me in every book. <laughs> really. Okay. Hey, I think I put a little piece of me in every book I write. You know, but as you should. Not the facts. Yeah, not the facts, but a little bit. Give them a little bit of me. Okay, all right. So now you're on Stalemate that will be coming out, and that's the sequel to your debut novel. So my question for you is just me being literary diva Keisha Green. If you just released a book in September, why the urgency to release something else? Why not ride that wave? Um, I think they all are, are their own wave. I kind of um okay. Wrestling Demons came out. That was the only book I wrote since I've been home. Like the real recognized, real one, two, three, the the right hand man, stalemate. All that stuff was written when I was locked up. So I think that's kind of like me getting that part of me, so I can get past and then move on to the next. I don't know. I I just I kind of wanted to get that series done. A lot of people want that series over with, and I just wanted to mm-hmm. out, get it over with. And and I just I think I I made a post earlier today saying it was gonna be a while before I re- release another book because now okay. I'm getting to the point where you know my life is changing, the way I see things are changing, the stories I want to tell are changing. And you can see mm-hmm. more books like Wrestling Demons. You can see more struggles, more regular everyday characters, nothing nothing too, you know, you know, all the hood stuff is cool. But, I mean, it's, it's getting to the point where how many of those stories can you tell? And I think, um, okay. yeah, that release with Stalemate is kind of like doing it for the readers, kind of just wrapping it up. And I think after that, I just kind of ride the wave of, thing I got out. Okay. All right. But I don't know. I mean, so, I, I don't... Hello? Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh. Oh, I... I don't know. I think, um... Nowadays, I think people read these books faster than that. I don't know, though. <laughs> nowadays, okay. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> I mean, you figure well, like well, the readers. Were. The readers today are fickle, so you can't. You really don't know where to go with it. I mean, some people like what you what you write. There'll be somebody else who doesn't like it. So it's like, okay, if Wrestling Demons isn't your fiction novel and it's more crime drama, that that direction, there'll be someone saying, "No, Sean, I want Street Lit." So you can't please them all. Yeah. So you just gotta stay true to right. self. Just write what works for you. And let them figure out where right. they're going to fit in at with that, you know. I think right. that's where a lot but of authors think... um, to go wrong, trying to please the reader to a degree where you're not being true to self, listening to what your readers are saying. Yeah. But I don't think I would have done it like that if I didn't have so many books that was already written. You know, that's kind of like me also – getting my past out there and it might not make sense to everybody but like you, it's just something I want to get you know I wanted to release these books so I feel like they're just so old to me and it, like I said it might not make sense but they are like they're just so old to me I just wanted to get them out there you know wrap up that series and kind of like focus on 
my new wave of thinking, like just where I'm at now. Because, like, right. it's kind of like almost like you're backing up, and it just never, like, they never read like to me when I got to go back that I wrote when I was in prison. It's just mm-hmm. always a challenge because I'm in a new place. So yeah. it's just, I, don't, I think okay. that's just, like, one of those things that I think you just go through, and it's more like a personal thing, I guess. It might not even make sense to the next person because, like yeah. I told you, these books was written like 10, 12 years ago. Right. So, right. And I'm trying to space it out to the point now, like just trying to space it out a little bit. But And when you said that just now, I was like, wow, so maybe I'm not spacing it out. I thought I was. <laughs> it's just so old. Like, it just <laughs> makes you want to just get rid of them. <laughs> like, just get them out there, you know, and just because I'm, I'm just ready to get to the place I'm in now without having to back up, if that makes sense. And it, it probably doesn't. But. It, sure, knock it off. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> it definitely makes sense. So, so now with um yeah. with it going in that direction, what's next for Sean? Mm, right now, I'm I'm really just looking to push the books that I have. Like when Still May Drop, I want to push the, the the real recognized real series. I want to push wrestling demons as as the standalone. So you know you got a standalone, you got a series, and I can just kind of like do more promotion and marketing and just different marketing strategies is mm-hmm. what's next for me, honestly, because it's like for the last few years I've been just going with the same old flow, and mm-hmm. I'm just looking to do things different. I just got a website built. And if you log on to um, SeanLStar.com slash promotions, you can sign up, leave your email. And I was going to do a blog, but instead of doing a blog, I said I'm going to try this short, this this story called Bossed Up. And what I was mm-hmm. going to do is I'll release maybe two or three chapters a week, just kind of create a following for a story that, that's going to be unedited. It's going to be like a freestyle, but this going to make sense. It's not gonna be that bad, like where you just going on my website read some trash. But just right. some, just some different for people to just check out different styles. And I and I'm looking to do some blogging. Just you know, mm-hmm. we actually read more now because I haven't been reading like I used to. I just bought a um, couple paperbacks from uh, Squeak McKenzie and Jeffrey Rochelle. I bought a paperback from him. Do some reading. Because okay. I haven't Nothing been reading wrong. like that. <laughs> Just different oh. stuff. Um, But more than anything, marketing and promoting the books that I have. I got seven. I just still made drive. I got seven books. Wow. That's enough to really push, 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 push. Like you said, like, you know, ride that wave instead of worrying mm-hmm. about another release. Mm-hmm. So right, no. I then I'm working on. A, I'm working on a. Yeah, like that's something I want to do now. So like I thought, I had I had my you know thoughts where like oh, I might be releasing this too fast, but like I told you, it was one of the things. It was more of a personal thing with me where I wanted to get the past in front of me, so I can kind of focus on where I'm at now as a writer. So yeah. Um, okay. But I want no, I want to just I, really push these. Would you say? No, I said I totally get it. So you basically, you know, you want to yeah. push, you want what you have, what you have going on right now, and the ones that have been released previously, and so forth and so on. So now, yeah, and get myself this, out there. Yeah, of course, that's the ultimate goal. You I haven't been doing any, a lot of books. Like I've been doing a few, I've been doing a few literary events, but I want to do more book signings you know, set up uh-huh. it and, and get, um, you know, get in with some of these colleges and just do different stuff with the catalog I have now instead of worrying about producing another novel, which I'm always right. writing. You know, I got a novel I'm working on now, but I don't have to, I'm not stressing the release. I, I don't know when it's coming out, honestly. Like I said, I right. just want to get out there and introduce myself and come a face you know, when they hear the name, they got a face to really put with it. You know, right, right. Nope, that makes, so, that makes sense. Yeah. And now the summer, 
the summer, the weather is breaking, and so this is the opportune time for you to get out there and network and right. go to these different events to figure, um, right. you know, June will be right here. We know June in Atlanta is the AAMBC. Then um, July, you got the Harlem Book Fair. You got that Atlanta kickback. You got Curtis Bunn's National yeah. um, Book Club Conference. You got Ella Curry's Chocolate Social. Um, there's a lot going on. Sharon, um, excuse me, Sharon Lucas has right. her event, Black Bears Rock, in October. Like, don't let me just, I can keep going. There's a whole bunch of them. Like, you go all right. year round. I'll be at SOL, uh, actually, April 30th. April 30th, I'll be in D.C. at Sisters on Lit. Okay, mm-hmm. so, you, so you're starting. Rocking, you're rocking making, out. You're yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm oh, definitely on it. One. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool. trying to, I'm going to uh, be up, I'll be in Delaware on May 30th. I'd be in Delaware okay. with um yeah, you. my guy Cornell. I was just yeah, about to well, say, I'm, yeah, you I'm, just opened up a bookstore out there, so you definitely got to link up with Amir yeah, um, to do a sign yeah. in Delaware. But um, I'll be in your neck of the yeah. woods. I'll be in Richmond in June for a book um fair, and I'm doing a workshop on self-publishing at the library. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, a, there's, there's tons of events. Oh, you coming? Yeah. Okay. Um, is that a yeah? Is that a June? I'll be there. June That's like I gotta go back and look at the dates. Like, <laughs> but if it's at the library, yeah. I think I'll be there. If it's the same one, yeah. I don't know if it's good. Is it the same one? Yes. Oh my goodness, Sean, knock it off. <laughs> what? Nah, I really don't be. I don't. I'm not good with dates until I see it. And you see, when you made this day for me to um, be on the show tonight, I had to mark it on my calendar literally because it will slip my mind. <laughs> like, I, it's like, okay. yeah, but I'm honest it's with myself. Right. Like, I, right. know, I know, I know where definitely. I, could, yeah, <laughs> I know where I'm bad at. So I kind of like make little notes. Like, yeah, let me make a note for this. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> if it's in June, it's in my phone somewhere, and when it's come close to the time for that date. My phone will go off and let me know, like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. No, Man, it's, so, it's I'll cool. Tell you. <laughs> it is all right. Man. It is all right. I'm, 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 I'm not mad at you. <laughs> no, I have um, a caller on. Um, I'm going to take a caller now. Four digits, 4795. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? This is Kiera. Hey, Keisha. Hey, Sean. How you doing? What's up? Hey, Sean. <laughs> I um just called in basically to support my guy, and um, I did have a question. You know, a lot of people are turning their books into movies. Is that something mm-hmm. that you've considered? And if so, which one would you turn into a movie? Well, I'm actually um, going over the idea of Russ Mandamus is going to turn into a move. We, we try, I'm trying to get um, a friend of mine, which I don't know if that's going to actually work out, to convert the book into script form mm-hmm. just as a favor, actually. But um, that's one of them things I ain't going to speak on. But, like, yeah, if that was, if it was one, I would pick Russ Mandamus just because the actors, you know, you when you talking about a a movie, you gotta deal with actors and other people. And I just think real recognize real will probably call for too much cast. And that's something, you know, I would love to do in the future maybe. But, you know, for a first time project, Wrestling Demons has less characters. Which okay. would you know, call for less cast. And I think it'll be a more a simpler project. But yeah, most well, definitely. Like that's something well, I would we really want to do. We're gonna like, take it to the prayer closet and speak it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. That's definitely, definitely something I would love to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. All Keisha right, been I'm not, for me I'm since I've been on the phone. Hmm? Keisha been praying for me since I've been on the phone. Oh yeah, we we pray we pray all the time. Um, but I just wanted to call and let you know 
that I was listening and I appreciate everything you said. That you had me over here blushing like, wow. <laughs> you made my whole yeah, evening. I appreciate I that do it so much. And thank you. I definitely could do it without you. Thank you, Keisha. And you know, girl, a, you rock. You my sister, so girl. Big. I'm you rock. Definitely. Listen, I was listening to him give you your pops props, and I'm like, yes, she is that literary chick for real. Like, stop playing, stop skipping these steps, authors. You need an editor. She got you. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna That's get back to work you. and let somebody else talk for a few minutes before my voice <laughs> pops right, back out. Oh, All right. Get you back in the queue. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Oh, my goodness. So, let me ask you, before I take another caller, I have somebody. Um, I think I got a couple of calls there before the show wraps up. Mentor. Do you have a mentor? Did you have one during this journey, or were you just roughing it? No, I had several mentors. Like, I just, I thought I had Teal, uh, Teal Short. I had okay. Godfather Wesley Hunter. I had Alfred D. Banks. Um, Quan. Like I mean, I wouldn't say everybody was that. I didn't have that one person, but I did have okay. a lot of people that I could always go to. Okay. All right. Great. 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 No, I, I had you. you. I even had you. <laughs> I know you yeah, said that you came, had. You know, I don't drop you. I'm what jumping you? on your inbox with a question in plenty of time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I had a question. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I get what you were saying in regards to when you had came home and you were just, you know, reaching out to everyone who was in the industry. But I wanted to know, since oh, yeah. then, did you have, like, a mentor, like, now where you've learned some things, but you're open to learning more things? So who is someone that, you know, that you respect and admire Who's doing it in the industry that that like you know you look up to them? All the all the above mentioned. Um, okay. I think I think it's like one of them things. Um, where I I kind of got things figured out, but you you know every now and then you get a question or two, and you know all those people I name are still people I talk to on a daily basis, especially when it's you know in regards to literary information and things I'm not sure about. So, but lately, um, yeah, lately I've just pretty much been talking to Kiara for real. I haven't really been, I haven't reached out to anybody lately in a while. Okay, all right. Well, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to an editor. Editors make good books. So <laughs> you keep on. <laughs> right. You get no argument from me on that one. You keep talking to Kiara. Right. I mean, Absolutely. it's just. <laughs> I've been going through that oh, trial and error stage, I think. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So let me um let me hop back over here on the switchboard. Seven one eight area code. I'm taking your call. Hello, welcome to the Writers Life Chats. Who's this? Hey, Keisha, this is Faye. How are you? Hey Faye. Hi Sean, how's it going? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I just had a quick question for you guys. I'm enjoying the program. Um, I thank wanted you. to know, are you, well, actually, do you prefer writing in longhand or are you working on the computer, like on a keyboard? What's your favorite Yeah, I'm way? on a keyboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, on a keyboard. Um, it's been times where I'm tempted to write. I think I take a lot of notes. When I take notes, it's always, you know, longhand. Okay. Like, um, I have my computer in front of me, and, you know, like sometimes I'll be on, like, I'll say something in Chapter 2 or 3, but I'll be on Chapter 30, and I need to convert back to Chapter 2 or 3 to kind of make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, those notes are always written in ink. Okay. Like, I just don't, I never use a keyboard for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But other than that, yeah, like, it's. Okay, well, I'm enjoying the program. Thanks a lot. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Faye, for calling in. I'll put you back into the queue. Oh, okay. Take care now. All right. right. So, yeah, that's – I liked her question because, you know what, as an author, for me, um, 
I write notes. I'm always, I have tons of notebooks. Um, I will buy a notebook and just, you know, jot down random things. But when it comes to, like, writing, writing, um, yeah, I, you pull mm-hmm. out the lap, you know, your laptop, or sometimes I'll pull out my yeah. phone. But I like to go back and forth. Right, Because I, I like to go look at the notes. Right. I like to look at the notes when the idea came to me, then go ahead, and then once I've, um, you know, wrote down the notes and then I want to start typing to be able to, you know, reference back to what I was doing, you know, those notes, what exactly. inspired it, you know, because I'll start off, I'll say female, I'll pick a name, I'll say where it's going to be, you know, the setting, what state, how old, all of those, you know, little tiny things, and then I'll just start right. filling in the gaps, like what the plot is going to be, right. what, you know, what, you know, is it a, like, you know, if it's, I love relationships, so if anybody who's, um, who's read my work, I'm always talking about, a, a, you know, male and female relationships and so forth and so on, so, you know, there has to be a villain. Who's going to be the villain? Is it going to be the woman? Is it going to be the male? Why? Is it cheating? You know, what's going on? And, you know, that type of thing. Like, you know, my genre, I tell right. people I write chiclet. Chiclet, they say, what's chiclet? I say the stuff that you watch on Lifetime. That's, that's my genre. That's oh. my lane. You know, that's where I'm <laughs> Okay. And I'm okay there. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it there. And so, yeah, and know, I like to write. I like to write on. Um, I like to write the reason behind each chapter, kind of get a chapter like a, you know, like a, a main idea almost. And uh-huh. I write that by hand. I write that by hand. Like chapter one, this is pretty much chapter two, chapter three, chapter four. Like just kind of give them a small main idea. And that way when you pull out the laptop, you like you said, you can kind of fill in the blanks. And yep. you can go and you'll have almost like a plot. You can have, you know, the climax and all that, you can kind of tie everything together at the end just because you got them notes. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else is, exactly. you know, just grammar and punctuation pretty much. That's what I call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely get it. But so the, the, cool. the real meat is in them notes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if That's you get good notes, if you do take, and here's a jewel, a literary jewel for, you know, the writers that are listening, if you take well notes when, you know, you're jotting that stuff down, you'll see it if you're going to do it like chapter by chapter, like what you were saying, when you finish typing mm-hmm. up that chapter, you'll be able to look at that those notes and see that you've been able to touch on everything that's in those notes that the reader is going to get what you were trying to convey, ultimately. You right. Know? And so it, it flows. It makes for better storytelling. I mean, because right now anybody can write a book, allegedly, so they say. But I think it takes a lot. It takes a lot to put together, um, you know, a, a quality piece of material. Let me back up. A quality piece of timeless material that ten years from now I can pick up and read and feel like I'm, you know, I'm right there. I don't, I'm not going to put it down like, oh, this might have been good back in the day. You know what I mean? Right. So that's um, that's definitely you know where um, what I think about it. So I want to um, I want to say to you, like you know, obviously continue success with um, you know, all of your endeavors. We're going to pray that that book sees um, makes it to the screenwriter, you know, process to the big screen of however, rather it's a web series or independent film, whatever, I hope that that does happen for you because I want to see everyone, you know, get out there and shine. But um, right. I want to, before I um, before I totally go, I have one more caller I'm going to take, and then we're going to wrap up. But, yeah, this is cool. You're all right, Sean? You're not scary? You're not scary? Yeah, I'm chilling. It's not, not all right. No, I'm chilling, man. <laughs> it's all right. Definitely okay. We got, we got five minutes left on the show. I'm going to take one more caller, and then we're going to, um, we're going to wrap up. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? What's going on, Keisha? It's Aaron, Aaron Bebo. What's going on, Sean? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, hey. All right, I'm good. Just calling. I was tuning in, listening. Um, definitely Thank much you. success I appreciate to you, brother. Uh, I just want. I just want to. Uh, I just got one question for Sean. Who would you say is your target audience? Hmm. Yeah, at one time, I would say females. You know, from. I mean, I just. 
Only, only thing I can really go by is the people that's actually purchasing, and that's females anywhere between 22 and 55, 60. I got a couple males that come through that they're lawyer readers, but for the most part, I would say females. I mean, let's okay. be honest, that's who's, that's who's reading. Um, now, if you get these movies out, um, I would just say the African American culture, the hip hop culture, because that's pretty much what I represent when I write is hip hop. Whether it's it could be violent, but you, you know what hip hop was like in the nineties and the eighties. Hip hop ain't the same, mm-hmm. but now it's just kind of on the wood. I don't know what the call it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's cool. I can I can um I can dig that. I wanna say, um, quickly, like before we wrap up, I was um Sean was giving out a book to a random person. You're the last caller on. You are the winner, Aaron. Of nah, I think you should give it to um no disrespect. I ain't I ain't trying to not deny the book, but I think you should probably give it to the um the woman who called before me because um she's a reader. You feel me? Like okay. you, you need to get mm-hmm. and she's a woman. This is part of his target audience. <laughs> so, okay. I think well, you, I think so you let me give it to you, her. Let me ask you this: you uh, Who would you say your target audience is? I mean, I never read one of your books, but uh, uh, as a white uh, a black male like myself, as a you know, I, I'm always listening for information. Maybe because I might got to have target audience in mind. <laughs> so, Aaron, who would you say is your target audience as a black male? Um, to be honest with you, right now I'm I'm sorting my I'm sorting my target audience out. Like before, I I probably would have said because of my content. Before I used to think that you know, readers between mm-hmm. the age, like like you said, an age group like twenty five to to maybe sixty or whatever. But times mm-hmm. the, uh, the literature's changing. You know the right. the, the readership is changing. Is what I mean to say. The mm-hmm. readership is changing within literature. So right now, you know what I mean, like the people the people I, who was 25 that I could have sold books to 10 years ago is 35 now. Mm-hmm. And the 25-year-olds that that that's 25 now, their mind their mind state is different. You know what I mean? Like and 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 mm-hmm. they may not be they may not be they my content may not resonate with them. As well as mm-hmm. it did with with the twenty five year old from ten years ago. Like yeah, right, like right now mm-hmm. what I'm doing I'm yeah. actually sorting I'm I'm regrouping and sorting out my my target audience. My honestly my, my just generally my target audience is readers because that's the type of content I put out. But like I just re- I really gotta reorganize my, my actual Target target audience and and get right to them because the 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 readership has changed and 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 it's, it had and I'm no it really don't got nothing to do with age because it's it's some forty year olds that's thinking on the level of these mm-hmm. twenty five year olds yeah you know what I mean well, and that's being exposed to me from watching social media so right I want to um I don't want mean to cut you guys off but we have like. 40 seconds before the show ends, I do want to say thank you, Aaron, for being generous to give your gift to Faye Thompson. Faye, if you're still listening, but um, if not, I will reach out to you. Congrats, honey. You just won a copy of Wrestling Demons. Sean, I want to say thank you so much for being on the Writers Life Chat. As always, to all of the guests here, you're like family now. You're welcome back. So when you're ready to drop your next title, come back on and tell us all about it. Um, and all, you know, the callers, Kiara, thank you for people, you know, to everyone tuning in. I do want to let people know that tonight's show um, is in the archives. You can go back to www.writerslifechat.com or you can go on iTunes. And next week's show, we will be talking to Sadiqa Johnson. But, Sean, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show. I definitely appreciate this time. It was great. I feel like I know you just a little bit more better. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to work on that, man. <laughs> Giving myself okay. to the people a little bit more. I think I just kind of want to write and stay in my cage, but I'm gonna have to come out. I appreciate you having yeah, me. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come out. So you gotta come back out so often. So yeah, <laughs> on that note, 
<laughs> on that note, everyone, you guys have a good night, and I will talk to you guys next week on the Writer's Life Chat. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.